This episode of the podcast is brought to you by one of my all-time favorite tools, and that is Deadline Funnel. So many big course creators out there are using Deadline Funnel, and that's because it's an amazing piece of software for doing evergreen deadlines correctly. You'll actually hear us talk about Deadline Funnel a couple of times during this episode because it's so important to my funnel. And for listeners of this podcast, you can get a double free trial. So if you just go to DeadlineFunnel.com, you can sign up for a 14-day free trial. But if you use my link, the link I'm about to give you, you'll get a 28-day free trial. So head on over to deadlinefunnel.com slash OCG, which stands for Online Course Guy, and you will see my landing page there, and you will be able to get an extended free trial as a listener of this podcast. I also want to tell you about another one of my all-time favorite tools, and that is ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is amazing because it does so much so well. I have all my order forms there, all my funnels there. I have my course hosted there. And speaking of funnels, we'll be talking about my funnel in this episode, and that is entirely built right inside of ClickFunnels. It is one of my all-time favorite tools as an online course creator. When you sign up for ClickFunnels using the link I'm about to give you, you will not only get a free trial of ClickFunnels, but I will give you all of my templates. So I'll give you my webinar template, I'll give you my PLF template, I'll give you my order forms, and so on. And I'll even give you a little course on how to use ClickFunnels best as a course creator. So to sign up for your free trial of ClickFunnels and get all those great bonuses, head to theonlinecourseguy.com slash click. Now let's get on to episode 135, the ultimate online course funnel. Let's go. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content, packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. But not everyone is successful with online courses. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And I'm here to help course creators actually succeed with online courses. Hi, I'm Jacques Hopkins, and this is The Online Course Show. And off we go. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. This is the Online Course Show. I'm your host, Jacques Hopkins, and here with me is our co-host, David Crozy. Hey, what's up? And we're excited to dive into all things online courses with you today. David and everybody listening, welcome to episode 135. What's up, David? Oh, not too much. I'm curious to hear if you got you and your wife got to celebrate with that Don Perignon yet. Don, yeah, Don Perignon. Yeah, for those of you maybe not familiar with what David's talking about. I had a really good April. More, I'm getting more students than ever in my online piano course. I'm getting more testimonials, more people completing the course. A lot of amazing stuff happening. So I, what I did to celebrate is I got three bottles of Dom Perignon, very nice champagne, got my Piano in 21 Days logo engraved on all three bottles, kept one bottle for myself and drew two of my students' names at random, shipped those out to them. And I, my my wife and I actually enjoyed our bottle yesterday. Very nice. Yeah, it was it was just a casual Monday evening. We're both in like t-shirts and gym shorts. And I was like, babe, let's let's open the Dom Perignon. Like we're sitting outside with the kids. Like it's one of those things where where it's so nice you could just hold on to it forever and there'd be a never an occasion, you know, big enough to, to open it. So and I and I told her that it's like, why not? You know, Monday evening, you know, we're not doing anything, super casual. And and it was good, man. It was nice to celebrate some some big wins here recently. Very awesome. I yeah, also wanted to ask last week on last week's podcast you shared about Zach Evans uh, sharing your affiliate link. And I know that you instantly got a burst of activity. Did you, do you know how many you brought in from his affiliates? 
Yeah, this is my big, first big push to, of having an affiliate. Uh, Zach Evans has, has a huge online piano course as well, much bigger YouTube channel than me. He reached out to me about being an affiliate of my course, and that promotion is pretty much finished now, and I can tell you that he himself brought in about $10,000. Awesome. Like, that's how much money he made. So that means that... Means that Piano in 21 Days brought in over $20,000 from that promotion in, in revenue because I pay out to him 40%. So it was it was very successful. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm going to be having some more affiliates start promoting it here pretty soon. You know, I, I am reaching out to my existing students to start promoting, and, and they're excited about that. But also, I'm going to be on uh, Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income podcast here pretty soon. Very, very excited about that. And... I, I actually reached out to him. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm sure there are going to be some Piano in 21 Days signups from that episode. Would you like to be an affiliate of it so that, you know, I'm sure you're going to link to my site anyway. You might as well get a cutback, a cutback from that. And they, you know, Pat Flynn is big into affiliate marketing. And so they're like, sure. And so we'll see. We'll see if he is my, you know, if, we'll see if he can pass up Zach Evans for my top affiliate. Wow. And then, of course, Marley Jax is going to be promoting it soon as well. Awesome. Congratulations on those. Yeah, thanks so much. So I wanted to update you on kind of May's numbers too, right? So as you know, April was the best month I've ever had with Piano in 21 Days, and it really wasn't even close. A lot of people are just staying home and wanting to learn new things, piano being one of those. So all kinds of people that just like always have had learn piano on their bucket list took the opportunity during quarantine during this whole this this whole thing to learn piano and i brought in about what was it 135,000 dollars in revenue in april mm-hmm. right and that was 452 new students right so the uh, the books are closed on on may now you care to take a guess on how that looks for my business? Mm, I've seen updates from Udemy and different course instructors, and, and I'm trying to. I'm going to put you at a hundred and five thousand dollars in May. Hundred and thirty nine thousand. Get out! Yeah, another so record was, month. Yeah, fifth month in a row of the highest revenue month in my business's history. So it's definitely going in the right direction. But I'll tell you this, David. I only had 384 new students compared Hmm. to 452. Why do you think I made more money in May with less new students? I think that you you took my advice to tell people that most people buy the ultimate package. No, it was the same breakdown, really, of of ultimate package versus essential entry. Any other guesses? Wait, you're talking about about your net or your gross? Your gross went up. Yeah, gross went up. Yeah, the gross went up. Just in total incoming revenue sales. Mm. It's okay if you give up. No, I don't have an answer. It's the payment plans. So April went so well, right, that not only did I have just a... a huge number of new students, but a lot of those, you know, not didn't just do the one time a payment, right? Sure. A lot of those did the payment plan. So a lot of the revenue I made in May was from people making their second month's payment on my payment plan. Right? That's awesome. Yeah, and it, it is really great because a great month like April and even May not only pays off in those months, but it pays off for six months going forward as well. That's incredible. 
Yeah. So it's, it's, I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but offering a payment plan for your online course is just another way to diversify your income streams. People are scared of it because they think people are going to make their payments, but I love it. It's, it's really great. And it's only a very small percentage of people that don't make their payments. That's great. Well, hey, yeah. I wanted to kind of challenge you to do a challenge in your group. You've said how your group, there's just so much engagement, but a while back, I really said, uh, man, if you could get footage of people surprising their loved ones, surprising their wife, surprising their children with their ability to play piano. So I was thinking like with you saying there being so much engagement, I I came up with the name. You should call it the 60 day surprise, surprise challenge. And uh, essentially just say, you know, learn a song for somebody that you love and then record yourself surprising them with that song. And if they share that video with you, you send them a t-shirt or a gift. And then ultimately um, you could have a vote for like the very best one and give a bigger gift. But I mean, again, I'm always just thinking like what creates the most compelling footage, the most compelling testimonials. And, and man, I just think that those would, those would really be fun to watch. I mean, you catch people crying, as they share share a song with somebody they love, that'd be incredible. I really like that, David. And the the biggest reason I like that is because I think it's important when you have an online course and you're teaching somebody how to do something to have to have a, a moment built in to where to, that, that's that you can celebrate. So, like if I'm helping somebody with online courses, well, that first online course sale or quitting your job, like something big like that, is is huge. It's very tactical and tangible. But with with learning the piano, it's like, okay, there's not there's not anything like that because we're just kind of getting better and better along the way. But if we can have this thing where it's like, okay, you can surprise a loved one, a family, uh, a a friend with a certain song and surprise them with that, that that is a very distinctive thing that somebody can do. So I really love that. Yeah, do it. Make it happen. Very cool. Thanks for that. So we are going to get into a specific topic here in just a few more minutes. And, and the topic of the day is is funnels. And specifically, I'm going to walk everybody through my exact funnel that I use for piano in 21 days. And if you're listening to this and it's like, well, I'm so new, I don't even know what a funnel is. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that as well and why you might want to uh, use a funnel. But this, I'll be going over the exact funnel that I use to bring in, you know, $139,000 in May in revenue, $100,000. 134,000, 135,000 in, in April. And it's to some extent, I've been using the same funnel for years and we'll get into that in a little bit in just a few more minutes, but I still want to do the win of the week. And I also want to run by you, David, what, if you have any updates, what's been going on in your world? Yeah. So a while back I shared how I was doing a free course just for people that are in my community, giving them a bunch of value. And then the goal would be ultimately they come into my actual chiropractic practice, which you go back to episode two, I think you and Nate said that that's a valid option. Like that's one reason to create a course is if you have an in-person business, make it like kind of a lead magnet. Um, So I've been doing that, but I I was going to tell you, I recorded a video over the weekend on how to improve your posture. And when I have like a teenager or a preteen in my office, you know, I tell these kids, I'm like, improving your posture is the quickest way to like grow an inch, grow an inch. You look like you lost weight and it like guarantees that you're going to get more right swipes on Tinder or Bumble if you ever (laughs) use those apps. And so I was thinking like for course creators, I mean, when you're trying to convince people that you should be their instructor, like posture to me, great posture is confidence. So I'd love to share uh, my four tips to have great posture if you'd like to hear them. 
I would. And you got me thinking maybe we need to have this as like a little bonus course with, with some of my offerings on the online course guy.com. It's like, look, look skinnier and more confident on camera with David Crozy's posture tips. That could, yeah. that could be a big seller. Yeah. Go for it. I'd love to hear them. All right. So tip number one is to know the goal. So quite simply, the best posture is being as tall as possible. So it's basically chest out and then picture a string from the top of your head up to the top of the ceiling. Um, and just make yourself as tall as possible. One thing I tell patients, it's like if your nose goes up at all, then you're snobby. We're not going for snobby at all. We're going for cocky and confident. Um, like anytime you walk into a room, I want you to look like you own the building. Um, just like you're so proud and cocky and confident. So then number two is to get vain. Tip number two, get vain. So I'd have you actually have somebody take a picture of you from the side, just standing relaxed and then make yourself as tall as possible. And go ahead and just compare the two. And you're going to see that like just standing tall, it does make you look slimmer. You just look noticeably better. And uh, you can also search online if you want to see a comparison. Search Jeff Bezos from Amazon. Search Jeff Bezos posture. And you'll see a before and after picture of him. And it is like a world of difference. Also in the present environment, you see pictures of Bill Gates. It's like when you see him, it's like, see him and be like, I don't want to look like that. So... Tip number three is to pay attention. So you know how if you buy a different car, all of a sudden you see that car all the time, Jock? Yep. So I want you to be that way with posture. So essentially, anytime you see somebody that looks slouchy from the side, the rest of your life, I want to hear you. I want you to like hear me whisper in your ear like, not you, Jock, not you. <laughs> and you make yourself you make yourself tall and cocky and confident. And so that'll happen in my own life sometimes. Like my, my wife, Val, and I will be walking through the farmer's market and I'll be kind of casual. And all of a sudden we'll be holding hands and she'll feel me straighten up and make myself tall. And she looks around and just starts laughing out loud because she can like, she spots this person that, that has the hunchback going on. And she knows that the thought that went through my head is like, oh my gosh, don't ever let me look like that. All right. So then uh, tip number four is to have a compliment contest. And so essentially, I want you, if you're trying to really change your posture, I tell people over the next month, I want you to see how many people you can get to compliment your posture. Um, the thing is, people are not going to say, hey, your posture looks good. They're going to sense that you're proud of something. And so people are going to come up to them like you walk into a room and you make yourself tall and cocky and confident. People will say things like, oh, are you losing weight? Or they'll say like, oh, did you just get a haircut? So they pick up on the fact that you're proud of something and, and because of your better posture. It was kind of funny. I had this patient in my office and he was really taking it to heart. He was trying to have good posture and he worked with these older ladies, but he walked into his workplace after the lunch hour and the ladies like looked at him and he, he had a swagger in his step and he was tall and cocky and confident. And they were like, uh-uh, Travis, what were you doing over the lunch hour? Like they actually thought that he, he went home and got lucky and it's like, you know, so I want you to look that proud. So that's the, the fourth, fourth tip is to have a compliment contest. So Jacques, I don't know. Do you think that if you, if you walk around and are really proud the rest of the day, you can get your wife to be like, what are you so excited about? Let's try it. Do we'll, it. We'll, we'll see. I'm going to I'm going to do my best. You've got me All motivated, right. David. So, Dr. David Crozy's tips on posture, you you heard it from 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 the from the doc himself. So, let's do this. You know, obviously posture is very important and I'm on camera a lot, so I'm going to try to to implement some of these tips. And it's also very important when you're when you're playing the piano too. So, I'll share some of that with my piano audience as well. So, thank you for that, David. Yeah, I appreciate do it. it. Make it happen. 
All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and move right into one of our favorite segments here on the show, and that's the win of the week. And today's win of the week is coming from a listener of the podcast, Eric Reinholdt of 30by40.com. And and he had pretty pretty good win. Love this one. So let's go ahead and play this week's win of the week. Hey, my name's Eric. I'm an architect. You can find me at 30by40.com. That's all spelled out. I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, and I just wanted to share my win of the week or win of the month, I guess you could call it, which is that I had my best month of course sales ever in April, and I actually never thought I could do five figures in a month. But the real win is that it allowed us to pay off our mortgage just kind of all at once. And this month, I've actually already passed last month's revenue figures. So I'm saving it all. That's all going toward my five number. I know you're a fan of the Choose If I podcast. So am I. Uh, I soft launched the course that I have last October. And I don't actually have a funnel. I'm not using webinars. I just have a YouTube channel and actually a pretty small offering of digital products. So that's my win. Thanks again for all the information you share. Be safe out there. All right. So thanks so much to Eric for sharing that with us. Uh, if anybody out there listening has a win like Eric or some of the other ones you've heard, then I'd love to hear from you and possibly feature yours on an upcoming episode of the Online Course Show. To do that, you can go to theonlinecourseguide.com slash win. And there you can very quickly and easily record an audio message for us. But David, let's talk a little bit about Eric's win. I really love this. He had his best month in course sales in April five figures in a month. So, you know, who, who knows if it was low five figures or high five figures, but I love hearing the whys and it allowed him to pay off his mortgage. How cool is that? Dude, that was incredible. Eric, you got an ear to ear grin from me. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> just so amazing. Like you said, I'm a huge uh, get out of debt, Dave Ramsey, choose FI fan. And I hope you've been walking around your yard barefoot uh, because Dave Ramsey's big quote is that the grass feels different when you own, when you own all of it. So amazing story. And, uh, you know, Eric, you also said that you've already broken your record from April in May when you recorded that. So. Yeah, keep it up. And it sounds like it's time to expand some of your offerings and, and take this full time. Yeah, no doubt. And this this one really resonated for me be, with me because paying off my mortgage was so important and key to my story as well. We paid off our mortgage, I think, early 2015. And that's one of the big things that allowed us to make the decision to quit my job because I hadn't made Piano in 21 Days uh, uh, take off to a level that was going to support us yet. I needed that time. I needed that full time dedication to it to make it work. And I don't know that I would have ever been able to quit my job if we hadn't paid off our mortgage. So that's why, you know, I would have loved to have hear Eric take the why another step further, because for me, it wasn't just about paying off the mortgage. It was about what would that allow me to do? Right. And I'm curious to, to know what that allows Eric himself to do. You know, you can always take the why further and further mm -hmm. and further. Super but yeah, I, that's one of the first things I did when I paid off my mortgage, like I, I celebrated and I took my shoes off and I went outside because like you said, Dave Ramsey always says, man, the grass just feels different when you 100% own it. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, that was an awesome one. And he also mentioned he's a he's a fan of the Choose FI podcast. Uh, you and I both are as well. I'm a big fan of that from a, you know, FI stands for financial independence. So it is uh, very much a financial show. And I'm actually going to be on that podcast here pretty soon, David. I, I've scheduled the interview for, for later in June. So I, I'm sure they have a couple of month pipeline. So if anybody out there listens to the Choose FI podcast, I will be on that in the next couple of months. Excellent. Yeah, excited about that. All right, anything else worth mentioning before we jump in the t- into the topic of the day? I don't think so. I'm excited to learn how to dial in a funnel. All right, let's talk funnels a little bit. So funnels were always a, a strange term for me, right? I didn't really understand them at first. For the longest time, Piano21days.com was just basically a sales page. It was just basically a sales page and, and nothing else. And and that was until I heard a podcast episode of, of one of my favorite all-time podcasts, The Smart Passive Income by Pat Flynn. And this was early 2016, I believe. And he had on a guest named David Seitman Garland, who is a big online course guru. And David's, David Simon Garland has his course, I believe it's called Create Awesome Online Course. Right. How 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 straightforward is that? But on that episode, he walked Pat and the audience through exactly what his funnel, his evergreen funnel looked like. And like I said, for me, up, you know, when I was listening to that episode, Piano in 21 Days was just a, a sales page, like a sales video, buy now button. I didn't really have a funnel, right? You could consider that like a very basic funnel, but but for all intents and purposes, I didn't really have a funnel. And what I learned was that the importance of a funnel is really just building rapport and a relationship with your prospective customer because it's it's hard to convince somebody to buy just on your very first meeting right you you know think about if you're a, an in-person salesman and you're trying to sell somebody typically you'll meet you know multiple times before you actually close the sale especially on a higher dollar product and for me I have one of the if not the most expensive piano courses out there. So I'm like, okay, well, this makes a lot of sense. I need a funnel. And fortunately, David Simon Garland on that podcast episode walked the audience through exactly how his funnel was laid out. And so I just listened to that episode many times and implemented exactly what he was saying. And it was like almost overnight, my business like 10 x from going to from not having a funnel really at all to having a really nice evergreen funnel. And so that just shows you the power of having something like this. And so I implemented that and I've expanded on it, tweaked it, made it better over the years. And, but there's a lot of components to my funnel that, that were, are still based on what David Seitman Garland had. So I'm just setting the stage here to, to let you guys know kind of where I came from, where it is now and how how one podcast episode changed so much for me. So I'm hoping that this podcast episode can do something similar for other people out there. That sounds great. So let's get into it. Right now, if you go to pianoin21days.com, that is a full website. There's an about page, there's there's an FAQ page, there's blog posts and everything, but there's these red buttons throughout the entire site that's st- that say start here or uh, start for free. And every single one of those red buttons leads to the exact same opt-in page. And that's basically the start of my funnel. And you'll notice that nowhere on the entire site can you purchase the course or really is there much information about the course even? And so every my, my goal in the entire site is to get you over to this opt-in page because I want your email address because most of my funnel, it relies on 
on emails. Okay. So, and then you'll notice some of the language on that page. And that's something I learned from David Simon Garland that day is it says, I'm going to it right now. It says the online course is currently waitlisted while Jacques is putting together the newest version, but don't fret. Grab the first five days of the new course in a free workbook. That language has been up there for like four or five years, like ever since I listened to that episode. That's what he did. He did, and I go. I do go back and forth on whether that's really what I want to say or not. But technically, it is waitlisted for every single person that goes goes through my funnel. Like I literally have three hundred sixty five launches per year, and it's customized to each and every person. And so I think for everybody, it is technically waitlisted. So what that does psychologically is it it, it gets people interested, but it's like oh wait. It's not available right now, but I can still start learning from Jacques. I can go th- through these first five days. So let me go and opt in and, and be on the wait list as well. And that's another incentive for people to actually give me their email address, right? It's like, why would you need my email address just to get this PDF? Well, I'm also going to be on the wait list. So he's going to email me as soon as the course is ready. All right. So that's kind of the beginning. Any questions about that? Are we good? No, that sounds good. All right. Somebody opts in and after they click submit, they put in their first name, email address, they hit submit. What do you think happens next? Well, based on what you've said, I think that it tells them that the the book is on its way, but that you actually have a, a webinar available for them to watch. Yeah, very, very close. What happens next is actually a survey. So once you once you opt in, you, I'm going to go ahead and do this so I get all the language and verbiage uh, correctly. Correct according to what it actually says. So it says success. Your free five day workbook will arrive in your email inbox within five minutes. While you wait, please answer these super short questions so I can best help you. So that's just a little type form survey. And that does a few things, David. Uh, I don't want to direct people. You know, a lot of times when you opt into something, you'll go immediately to the thing you opted in for. I want people to start getting in the habit of checking emails from me because emails are so important to my process and my funnel and them actually opening emails, them seeing my emails, them not going to spam. So if that very first email ends up in their spam or their promotions folder, then I want them to go find it, check it, get it at, get it into their inbox. And so future emails will end up in their inbox as well. So that's really important for me. Secondly, the survey is really cool because 90% of people that opt in fill out this survey. So I have this incredible data about my about my audience. And so you start going through it. I mean, it's basically, okay, gender, age, you know, experience level. Do you know any other instruments? Do you want to be able to sing with your, while you play? A lot of these questions I came up with after, after reading the book, Ask by Ryan Levesque. I I, I highly recommend that book um, to get a good pulse on your audience. And so I have all this great data and one of so to give you one example of something I do with this data, one of the questions is, do you have a piano or keyboard that you're happy with? And I find out if they have a piano, if they have a keyboard, or if they need help. And if they select that they need help, then I automatically send them an email with my buying guide, which has all my affiliate links. And so I make some money that way through affiliate links and recommending pianos, pianos and keyboards. And then once somebody completes the survey, it says, great, thanks so much. Now go check your email for the five-day workbook. So then they go check their email. And in that, in that first email is a is is a welcome a little bit about me and a link to the workbook which then takes them to a page that not only has the workbook but to your point an opt-in for a webinar 
right? Because before I implemented a webinar at the beginning of my funnel, people literally had to wait for day seven through 12 for the open cart period. But now because I have an evergreen webinar tied into it too, I can make sales on day zero through seven as well. Mm -hmm. And people do do that. So on that thank you page, there's a video at the top and it says, guys, I want, you can do three things on this page. The first thing you can do is download and start going through the workbook. The second thing you can do is attend this webinar. And the third thing you do is I want you to leave me a comment and tell me, tell me about your piano journey so far. So all of this so far is all still within the first, you know, 20 minutes of somebody entering my world. Can I ask one quick, quick question yeah. about uh, the questions you ask? I think at one point I looked at the different survey questions you were doing, and I think you had one about like, are you trying to learn piano to play in like a worship band? Mm-hmm. But I've actually wondered, do you have actual professional like dueling piano players come through your course at all? Or because this is you basically teach people that style of piano. Is that correct? Yeah, essentially, essentially that style of piano. So no, somebody that already does dueling pianos and wants to get better at that wouldn't come to me. I'm more of a beginner teacher, right? Okay. And so, so I get complete beginners or I get like singer songwriters come through that want to start playing while they sing and write music. Okay. Okay. So that is kind of the beginning. And then I've got your email address and, and a lot of follow-up emails and things happen. So, so I do get a lot of sales from people opting into that webinar right at the beginning of the funnel. And they, you know, those, those are the, the really hot leads that are, that are all in. I've, I've given them a way to purchase. And by the way, um, if you're curious how to put together an effective evergreen webinar, there's an episode, we'll link to it in the show notes. We, we did a full episode not too long ago on, on kind of the ultimate evergreen webinar funnel that is the newer system that I've been using. And, and for the content of a webinar, highly recommend the book Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. That is one of the best books that I've come across for how to put together an effective webinar. And so as we go through this, it's really a lot of, of emails that start going out, right? So as you're working, as somebody's working through that five-day workbook, they'll also get some video, some videos as well. And so one of the concepts inside of Expert Secrets is you want to put together a webinar that's got these three secrets that people want to learn about. And, and it's really about breaking down false beliefs and barriers that people might have and think about in terms of, in my case, like learning piano. And so at the end of the secret, they haven't learned everything there is about piano, but they've, they feel like they've, they're empowered to do it themselves. So what I do is on day, let's say three of the funnel, I send out video one, which kind of is secret one where it's just a video and and they learn some things from me and I'm starting to build that rapport and trust. And there's no, there's nowhere to buy on that page. It's just a video. And I ask people to leave comments below that. And then let's say, call it day four. I send out video two, which is basically secret two. And then on day five, I send out an email that gets people to reply. It's, it's, it says, what has limited you in learning piano? That's the subject. And then it's just text. There's no links or anything. It's just like, why, why don't you learn piano? Why haven't you learned piano at this point in your life? Reply and let me know. And pe- can I ask a, lot you a quick people, question? Yeah. You, you can stop me at any time and ask me questions. Okay. So do those three emails also have the option to opt into the webinar for people no. that skipped it? No, no, no. no. Cause so, 
Okay. Good question. The other, the other place that people can opt in for the webinar is at the end of my five day workbook, which is like 30 pages long at the end. It says, if you want to learn more and get an update on the status of my full program, click here for this upcoming workshop. Right. Why why wouldn't you give it uh, a link to that and each of those the trickle out each day emails? I, I could. I guess I could. And I could even link to it below the video itself. I don't there there's an infinite number of places that I could put the opt in for my for my workshop. And I've I've put them in a couple of strategic places and I don't want I don't want to put them in too many places because it's possible that somebody could go through the webinar toward the beginning of the funnel, but they just weren't ready to buy or for whatever reason. And then they, they stick with the funnel. I don't want to just bombard them with the web, with the exact same webinar. Gotcha. Okay. So I, so that third, so after video two, I send them an email that doesn't have any links. You know, it's possible that all my emails with links go to their spam, but that if I send an email without links, it could go to their inbox. So it's important to send vi- uh, to send emails with links and without links. So, and it's also important for 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 Gmail and, and email service providers to see that people are replying to your emails too. Mm. So that's why I throw in that email where I get people to reply, and a lot of people reply to that. And it and it also helps to understand my audience too. Like, what are they struggling with? What are they limited by? And then we get then we send out video three, and the vi- video three is another secret, but also kind of teases the upcoming course as well. And uh, then then kind of the next day we say reminder enrollment to piano in twenty one days opens tomorrow. So hopefully it gets people excited about it. And then there's a five day open and close cart period, and I send out one email a day while the card is open. So on the first day, it's like, piano in 21 days is open, you know, click here to, to learn more and to enroll. And so one email a day for the five day open cart period, except on the last day, I send out two emails. And so the, the top buying day is that last day because of the scarcity and to do the evergreen uh, scarcity properly and and to have it actually close when you say it's going to close i use deadline funnel most listeners would know that by now a lot of big online course creators use it uh, and it works really well i know you're using it now david as well and then it closes and then i send one more email after it closes and it says the subject is you didn't enroll question mark and it's just getting it's asking for more feedback like a lot of people enrolled, but you didn't. Why not? And it's another email that goes through that doesn't have any links on it. And so I will get replies to that email. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even know there was an enrollment period. And so we can we can strike up that conversation. Or people will just let me know it was because of the cost. It's because I don't have any time right now. Or it's because, you know, in two months will be better. And that is the end of my evergreen funnel. Okay. One quick question, as far as I understand it, in your webinar, is your uh, motivation for people to buy during the webinar is that if they buy the ultimate package, they get the actual physical box of goodies? Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. So I offer a physical package of my workbook and some flashcards, flash drive, t-shirt. And I tell people if they buy during the webinar that they will get one of those shipped out to them. And so then what about during the open cart period, if they buy the ultimate, is it different or do they get it if they purchase uh, during that open cart period as well? 
Yeah. So, so there is some ambiguity in the way that works right now, but I have a new, a new plan that I'm actually going to be implementing over the next couple of weeks. And, and, you know, this is, this is, this is kind of a living thing. Like I'm always tweaking and trying to make it better. So what I, what I'm actually going to do is, is update my webinar for a few different things. And one of the things I'm going to say is that, I'm going to make it, I'm not going to say that you have to purchase during the webinar to get the physical package. I'm going to say it's limited to 50 people. And then I'm going to have a deadline on day three of the open cart period. So, mm. so I'm going to, so my, my, cause the middle of that open cart period is when the sales are the lowest. And mm. so I'm going to have a deadline there in the middle that says, you know, for the first 50 people or, you know, at the end of this date, that's the end of the physical packages, whichever one comes first. And then so the last two days of the open cart period, anybody that buys in those last two days will not get a physical package. Hmm. But if you buy before that, you will get a physical package. So I'll just have a custom field inside of Active Campaign that will tell me where they are in the funnel. And that way it'll go on my sales data spreadsheet once they buy, whether they get a physical package or not. And then they'll automatically get the email if, if that if that custom field is is yes, they'll automatically get an email asking for their mailing address and their T-shirt size. Do you feel I mean, like, can you get a sense of how much people get excited about that physical package or how motivating it is? Like extremely like I can't, really I can't put into words how pumped up people are about that physical package. Now, can you remind us what's in the in the physical package one yeah, more time? Yeah. So so it's so I mentioned the five day workbook. That's my opt in. But okay. once you buy the course, you also get the 21 day workbook, which is my 21 day course just in a book instead of videos. Right. That's kind of one of the bonuses you get is a PDF. But I also get those books printed out. I have, I have tons of copies of those physical books that will I'll include in the physical package. So it's my 21 day curriculum just in a physical book. All right. So there's that. There's a T-shirt. It says I'm kind of a player on it. It's got my logo on it. (laughs) All right. So T-shirt flash drive that has my logo on it with all the videos from the course on it. So I'm like, guys, if you uh, don't have a good Internet connection or if you're ever somewhere without the Internet and you want to go through your lessons, you know, pop this into your TV to your laptop. You can watch the videos that way. And then the flashcards. So I have this deck of flashcards of, of that help you learn all the keys and all the all the chords. And people really like those as well. You know, in the course, I have PDF downloads that people can download, print, cut out the flashcards. But you know, you're just using your basic printer paper there. But these are like business card, you know, thickness, uh, really nice flashcards. And then I also include a, a thank you card that just says, Hey, you know, John, welcome to the course. And so we'll package that up, put it in a baggie that's got the piano and 21 days logo on it. Every single thing has the logo on it. And, and to answer your original question, yeah, people are really excited about the physical package. So I feel like, and I haven't implemented this in my funnel yet, but I feel like an email that says last call for the physical packages will do almost as well, if not, you know, maybe better than the, than the whole last call email at the end of the cart that says, you know, you won't be able to enroll anymore, or at least for another six months. That's awesome. But it may just be piano. Like just when you think about piano... And learning piano, you think, okay, books, like I'm going to put a book mm-hmm. above my piano, like physical stuff, this and that. So it may not work as well in other niches, or maybe it will. I don't know. Somebody else will have to test it. I can only speak to piano. Well, and, that sounds and that's, great. And that's something I've only done the past, call it 18 months. But yeah, people, people really love those physical packages. 
what else? What other questions? Mm. Can you see how much more effective that is than just a basic sales page on piano in 21 days.com? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because I mean, again, if people are jumping into this podcast here, I mean, you got to go back and listen to those first 20 episodes. Like I actually, I was on a long bike ride and I couldn't find something to listen to. I'm like, I'm just going to go back and start listening to Jacques and Nate talking. But I mean, one of the first, I only made it through like the first four, but there'd be one in the first 20 where you discuss the content of the emails that go out, where you tell your story and all the, you know, the stories that each of them push people toward this decision that you, you show why the classic way of learning piano doesn't work. And Mm -hmm. then talk about how, you know, you want to learn to play fun songs like this is it. Yeah. So those, you know, going back and listening to those, it's, it's every bit of it is convincing to people. Go ahead. Yeah. And keep in mind too, that you could have the world's greatest funnel that's what we're talking about today is funnels. But if you don't have anything else, then you're not going to be successful. I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but I like to I like to break things down as simply as possible. That's, you know, you look at my piano course, piano in 21 days, like I break things down as simple as possible. And so with online courses, I try to do similar things. So you can think about um, a successful online course business, you break it down into you've got to have traffic. Uh, on one side in the middle you've got to have a funnel of some sort and on the other side you've got to have an effective course right traffic funnel course right and among that you've also got to have uh, there, there's other things the biggest thing that that isn't within those three things is uh, student success and testimonials and we're going to get into all those topics in the next few episodes of this podcast i think we're going to take a little break from from the normal interview style and, and kind of get into some of these topics but just keep in mind that just because you have a really nice funnel doesn't mean you're going to be successful you've got to have a lot of components but if you have traffic coming in, you have a great course, but you can't figure out why you're not converting this traffic, then this episode is for you. And maybe you want to implement a funnel like this. Yeah. All right. I thought of a couple other questions. So you had great success recently with a live webinar. So where will live webinars going forward fit into your funnel? And then it might be an answer that you would say at the same time, but I saw that somebody in our Facebook community, the online course community, was asking they were going to do follow-ups, essentially run people that were already on their list for four to six months through the funnel again. And they were asking to what extent do they need to change the, the content? And I actually said, based on my knowledge, Jacques keeps things relatively the same. So I guess those two questions, where do live webinars fit into your funnel going forward? And to what extent does somebody need to change the content every time they, they put people through the funnel again? Very good question. So let me ask you this, David. Once somebody goes through my funnel, the Evergreen funnel, they get that you didn't enroll email. And then after that, what do you think if if they didn't buy through that whole funnel, what do you think I do with them? I mean, I think you I think they get an email from you just about random stuff every week to two weeks to a month. And then three or four months later, you what? And then three or four months later, they go through it again, right? Yeah, sort of. Right. So once once they go through the evergreen funnel and they don't buy, it's not like they're never going to hear from me again. That's when we get into a concept called the relaunch. Right. And Mm -hmm. that we're going to do a whole podcast episode on the art of the relaunch. But that's what that's what the answer to really both of your questions is, is at the end of my evergreen funnel, I put everybody into one of four buckets based on what month it is that they went through the evergreen funnel to begin with. That way, each and every month, I can 
do a relaunch to a quarter of my list. Now, I could do it to where I just relaunch every four or six months to my entire list, but I like to have a more consistent income stream than that. Also, I like for the timing to be better, right? If I'm planning this big relaunch in June, well, I don't want everybody that opted in in May to also get that relaunch in June, right? So for everybody that opts in, the relaunch happens literally every four months. And so it's important for me to put those people in the necessary buckets with the right tags at the end of my evergreen funnel so that I can relaunch properly. Now, when I relaunch, I will either do um, like a product launch formula style relaunch or a live webinar relaunch. Both are very effective. It just depends on which one I want to do that particular month. But that's when the, the live webinar would come in is when I relaunch, not when I do the evergreen launch. And so that's really all I'll say about the relaunch for now, because I think we can, we can talk about it for an entire episode in the future. Sounds good. Cool. Any other questions? None that I can come up, or come up with right now. Very cool. Well, I'm sure that people listening to this will have questions about what I've went, what I've gone over. And, you know, to be honest with you, a podcast in pure audio content, maybe not the best media to, to convey like something as, as, as elaborate as this funnel that I'm using today. But I would invite people to go to pnom21days.com. You can opt in there and you can see the emails that go out. You can experience what the funnel is like for yourself. And you could even quote unquote funnel hack me. Or you could go to the online course community Facebook group, ask some questions there. And and either myself or David or, or one of the other people in the community will likely answer your question. And then also, I'm excited to announce that I'm kind of relaunching a program called Next Level Courses. And and so I funneled this elaborate uh, and complex is not necessarily for somebody just starting out. It's for those that are looking to take their course to the next level. And so, so for those of you that have a course already, maybe made at least one sale already, then I would invite you to check out my, my, the newest version of next level courses where we go over more advanced topics like this in great detail. And so there will be a full masterclass there on this this ultimate evergreen or yeah, ultimate evergreen funnel and relaunching and how to get good testimonials and all that. And uh, there's actually a way that you can get into next level courses for free. And so check that out at the online course guide.com and click on next level courses for those that want to take this a little bit deeper. Sounds good. David, this was a fun episode, man. We don't, you know, we, we've been doing a lot of interview style episodes lately, and this was more just me going over something and, and you as the co-host, you know, who has a course already, but you're, you're obviously more toward the beginning stages of, of course creation there. So hopefully people get a lot of value from this. We're going to kind of put a bow on this episode, unless there's anything else you want to want to share overall. No. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. I remembered you got to do your compliment contest today. So make sure to stand up tall, Jacques and everybody out there listening. Okay. You're going to be in the, you're going to be in my head. You're going to be like the, the little angel that sits on, on, on your shoulder. Like the rest of the day, I'm like, Dr. David Crozy. All right. I got to stand up straight, you know? Okay. I'm going to be doing a live stream with my piano students tomorrow. So I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on point with my posture tomorrow for that. All right. Well, I appreciate you being here and I appreciate everybody out there for listening to another episode. You can find all the notes and links from today's episode by going to the online course guy.com slash 135. And remember also go to the online course guy.com and check out the new next level courses. Thanks again, everyone. We'll talk next week. Oh, 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 oh.